Summer is for going to the movie theater because it's too hot to stay home. It's for driving with the windows down, listening to your favorite music. It's for stretching out while you're on vacation to gobble up a TV show. For a guide to some of the TV, movies, and music we are most excited about this summer, listen to the Pop Culture Happy Hour podcast from NPR. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Corva Coleman. The health ministry in Gaza says more than 30,000 Palestinians have now been killed in the Israel-Hamas war since October 7th. That's when Hamas militants stormed into Israel in an attack that killed 1,200 people there, according to Israeli officials. NPR's Ea Batrawi has more. Gaza's health ministry has been keeping a daily running count of the number of people killed in the territory. But its system for counting the dead has stammered at times, as hospitals that kept detailed records of victims were besieged or attacked. The ministry says there are also thousands of people crushed under the rubble of bombed buildings or buried hastily who are not included in its tally. The health ministry says Gaza's few functioning hospitals are using an electronic database to record the name, ID number, gender, and age of victims. This accounts for around 60% of the deaths the ministry has confirmed. The remaining 40% of deaths in its running count are estimates from northern Gaza, an area cut off by Israeli forces. Ayel Batrawi. NPR News. Meanwhile, health authorities in Gaza say there was a strike today on a crowd of Palestinians in Gaza City. Seventy people waiting for humanitarian aid were killed and hundreds of others were injured. The Israeli military says it is unaware of any Israeli shelling in the incident. In the U.S., the Supreme Court will hear arguments on whether Donald Trump has absolute immunity from criminal prosecutions for actions he took while he was president. NPR's Nina Totenberg has more. The court says that it will hear the case on an expedited basis the week of April 22nd. That means that the first trial charging Trump with election interference, originally scheduled for March, is likely to be delayed until June if it takes place at all. The Supreme Court said the case would be limited to one question, whether, and if so, to what extent does a former president enjoy presidential immunity from criminal prosecution for conduct alleged to involve official acts during his tenure in office. The court said it was expressing no view on the merits, but instead of itself blocking the lower court decision against Trump, it ordered that court not to take further action until the high court itself renders a decision. Nina Totenberg, NPR News, Washington. There are several wildfires burning across Texas, but the largest is the Smokehouse Creek Fire in the Texas Panhandle. It's burned more than 1,300 square miles, and now it's entered Oklahoma. Texas resident Greg Downey evacuated. It was absolutely unreal and that the wind, I'm guessing they said 70 miles an hour, it seemed to remove the ash from the fire as it went. And we went through, I bet, 30 miles of what I can only describe as, as a lunar landscape, just absolute barren desert. The fire is 3% contained. This is NPR. President Biden and former President Donald Trump will both visit the southern U.S. border today in Texas. Each claims the other has mishandled immigration issues. Idaho tried and failed to execute a condemned prisoner yesterday. Idaho executioners were unable to locate a vein in Thomas Creech to administer a lethal injection. Some lawmakers across the country are racing to protect access to in vitro fertilization treatments. This comes after the Alabama Supreme Court ruled frozen embryos are considered children. 
From member station WUKY, Karen Zarr reports on the debate in Kentucky. The Alabama ruling means that frozen embryos would be protected under the state's Wrongful Death of a Minor Act, prompting several fertility clinics in Alabama to halt IVF treatments. The ripple effects are being felt in Kentucky, where State Senator Cassie Chambers Armstrong, a Democrat, has filed a bill that would protect IVF patients and providers. It is a very simple way to provide a criminal liability shield for providers in our state. Kentucky Right to Life Executive Director Adia Wooshner agrees with the Alabama ruling. She says her main concern is what happens to unused fertilized eggs and believes the question has, quote, bioethical ramifications. For NPR News, I'm Karen Czar in Lexington. Striking South Korean doctors are still off the job. They're protesting the government's plan to boost the numbers of physicians. The South Korean government is threatening thousands of doctors with arrest if they don't return to work. I'm Corva Coleman, NPR News in Washington. Listen to this podcast sponsor-free on Amazon Music with a Prime membership or any podcast app by subscribing to NPR News Now Plus at plus.npr.org. That's plus.npr.org.